Welcome to Feel Feelings with Danny and George, the show that talks about feelings and the things that make you feel them. Hey, George. Yo, I've been, uh, I got, I got to go see WandaVision, not WandaVision, uh, was the Doctor Strange movie. Doctor Strange, and, multiverse and, of madness. And I know everything and no one else knows everything in my friend group. So like, I just like, keep on asking me, asking like, how it is it? But don't tell me anything. And I'm just, all I want to tell them is that Bruce Campbell is in it because obviously he's in it. But. Pizza Papa. <laughs> Pizza Papa. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's the spoilers you get on this show. So yeah. welcome to the show, I got everybody. To see that. I got to see that on Friday at noon and like I, I'm not that invested in these movies anymore, but I it was like free randomly and I got to see yeah. a Marvel movie on opening day, like first showing and it felt weird. It felt cool. It was a weird like post pandemic feeling. Yeah. No, I didn't. But <laughs> okay, I liked it. I like Sam Raimi, though. That's why I like oh, the I weird... loved the Sam Raimi parts. <laughs> yeah, I love emotionally. I, love I did not connect with that movie at all. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I I would give it a six point eight. Um, Fair, but you know what else? So you know who Sean, else I give a six point eight? Introduced you yet? <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna you know do what a else fun I give episode. a six point eight is uh, our guest, our guest, our guest this week. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we have been leading up to this moment for quite some time, not only because uh, we've been promoting this web series that's been airing every Wednesday, uh, but also I think. This person is the most referenced person on this show that has never made it on until today. Ladies yeah, and gentlemen. There's a chance he's come up on this show more than I have. Yeah. Please welcome. Sean Nelms is here, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for lifting the ban. Yeah. You're, it's not a ban. We were just waiting for you to promote something. <laughs> yeah, I have nothing. And now I have a 400 view YouTube series. Yes. <laughs> the finale is out this week, apparently. Right? Timing? Yeah. Yes, it'll be. Yes, if this comes be, out on yeah. Monday, it'll, it'll be out on Monday. It'll so, be out uh, this we week. Re- we record, we're recording, not to break down that wall, but uh, we're recording the day the third episode was released. Yes, um, that's the part I that was confusing is, me. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, this is the uh, episode I think I shine the most. So I'm just going to do my yeah, were as big of an asshole as you could possibly be. <laughs> I, it's still my favorite line in anything I've ever done where I whip a cigarette at Tim and go, here, drink this. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. That is beats, awesome. Uh, in the first episode, you say, what do you call one of the like soccer twins? You call them. Oh, I say get skull fucked soccer boy. <laughs> get skull fucked soccer boy. is like should be on t-shirts. That's amazing. I think I said I get skull fucked soccer boy. I'm an artist. <laughs> <laughs> also, I forgot I said this line, but it's a fun line. I think it was in the script. It wasn't one that you had sent me to like my room and were like, just write insults, just write insults about people. <laughs> like your whole job this weekend is just to be yeah. horribly rude to everybody. Uh, but there's one, I think it's in the script where I said, get fucked Dairy Queens. It's my milk now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dairy Queens is great. I think that's yours. I mean, I don't remember the script at this point, but I mean, Danny, how annoying is this, uh, this fucking show well, I mean, to you? It's it's been annoying up until the last couple of weeks where it's out (laughs) the the weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks of I I did a thing. Maybe I can talk about it eventually. 
that has been a lot. But now that it's out and I can see it, I'm like, I get why you were excited about this. <laughs> and all the people we've time. met through it are very nice. Yes, we had the girls on. Um, I actually, I, I had seen Sean recently at a charity event that he did in New York. We talked a little bit about it with Kelsey. Um, but I saw Will there, one of the twins from the show. And I just sort of like... Like, oh, man, it's so good to see you. And then I walked away and I was like, I should have asked him to be on the show. Fuck. Like, he's he's part <laughs> on, of the on, show. Yeah. Well, he they're interesting, the twins, because they don't, you know, they're not in entertainment at all. Like the one, no. I think they're in like sales. They're just Joe's <laughs> brothers and they're funny. So we just got them. <laughs> and like, also like, like, just physically, like, big twins are funny. Cat, yeah. Even just funny looking. So we're like, all right, like, what, what can we... What, keep their lines down but they were actually very good like yeah. we were done and we're like fuck they're better than us <laughs> <laughs> but they're already pro lacrosse players and they're gonna add that they're, now they're better than me at comedy <laughs> i had that with a guy uh, a friend with that i like I, he had moved jobs and i'd wind up taking over his job and all i wanted was to be better at him at something because i came in completely new to the gig and like all i wanted was something to be like listen at least i have this at least i have this and i couldn't figure out what it was and then i found out that we were going to a birthday party in connecticut at a roller skating rink keep in mind it's a 30th birthday party it was it was very much like a final bastion of youth party um <laughs> So I go in and I'm like, maybe, just maybe, just fucking maybe I can watch him be like, like a deer with new legs, like walking around on the roller skating rink. Like maybe like I'm not even good at roller skating, but at least it was the level playing field. I was only hoping for that. I uh, really like out, the imagery of a deer with new legs, not new not legs. a baby deer, just a new deer legs. that had legs before and now Removed again legs. has brand new legs <laughs> has to relearn paralyzed deer going through physical therapy went to uh, a deer doctor watch deer doctor. Watching deer do that that video you always I'm see the montage a doctor of with like just like propping himself up <laughs> just a deer but on his antlers is one of those like reflector discs from like old-timey <laughs> doctors <laughs> uh that's but for anyway, sure in far um, it's gotta be uh but uh, yeah, no, actually, he grew up on the lake and has been ice skating his whole life. And I just I just sat down. I just sat down in the middle of a 90s ice uh, roller skating rink next to the pizza place and just went, no, fuck it. Fuck it. Kevin's great. Kevin's the best at everything he does. And I'm terrible. And this is a well, nightmare. You are. You are better at pouting about what he's doing. I'm sure he's Thank not doing you. that at all. He's not. He doesn't even think about me. Yeah, yeah you're uh, a better loser. <laughs> I am such a better loser. <laughs> uh, so we thought it might be special uh, to do a Spotify episode for Sean's triumphant return. And then fingers crossed, if you're available, which I'm going to force you to do, we'll have you in either next week or the week after that to do like an actual feel feelings episode to make up for lost time of the amount of times that you've been mentioned, but never quite made it on this show. Yeah. I mean, Wait, you call this his return and he hasn't been here before and it, you know, it didn't feel wrong. <laughs> yep, didn't feel wrong at all. Um, so we're going to do a Spotify episode with the Sean Nelms, uh, director, writer, and star of the pod lodge. Uh, so we're going to start with a song that when the trailer was released, Danny texted me and went, <laughs> 
I fucking love this song. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think in the online post, just because I thought it would be hilarious, I didn't comment on anything or like congratulate anybody. I just said, cool song. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> I love it because it, it gives zero credit to the uh, nine hours it took to make a two minute yeah, video. I, I, I thought that <laughs> I, I put it out there and I hoped people would find it funny, but I was like, this is a jerk thing to do. <laughs> I love it. No, that's 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 what you should be doing. I love that. That's funny. I just so, commented on uh, my friend, like my friend's sister got married and there was all these pictures. Uh, like she put up all her wedding or her brother put up all these wedding pictures. So it's my friend's little brother. And he posted a picture with like his date and everyone's like, these are so wonderful, wonderful. And like, I had one beer and I smoked a little bit of a vape pen and I just commented, um, do you have a girlfriend? <laughs> you just so like, and I was laughing out loud to myself and my, girlfriend, my girlfriend's upstairs being like, why are you laughing? Like, what are you laughing at? And I'm like, I'm being mean to a younger person. <laughs> but oh, like, that's boy. Friends of mine got married and I'd known him for a lot longer, but like I was just kind of like testing the waters on, on her at, at that point still. I met her a couple times and she was nice, but I was like, where are we? And they posted pictures from their wedding and all these people are just like, oh my God, you look so beautiful that day. What a great day. We had a great time. It was so good to be there. And I just wrote, I had so many olives that day. <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing for hours. And then, and then uh, she commented on it and like, she barely commented on any of them, but she commented on that one. And she's like, I'm glad you had so much fun. <laughs> I was like, yes. I, was like I, I, I blessed the union at that point. That was great. <laughs> I love that. Like, because that can mean a lot of things. Eating a lot of olives that day. That could not be fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I ate a lot of them loose. They were just out. It was a cocktail hour. But then I also had a lot of them in my drinks. <laughs> Incredible. All right, so let's play. So yeah, uh, the song. Dan, why don't we? Why don't I actually don't know the name of this song? What is the name of this song? Oh, how could you forget the name of Brother Love's Traveling Salvation Show? A song that I love. Yeah, it was it was a couple summers ago, and I I think talked about it on here a ton of times now. But the the Glenn Campbell Good Time Hour is one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. But they had Neil Diamond on yeah. as a musical guest, and he did a medley of all of his songs i'm just talking so that i can drop it right at the uh at the post here because this chorus i listened to this song like nine times in a row the first time i heard it God, I I love this song so much, and I had never heard this song before. And I think it was, is it "I'm a Believer" or "A Daydream Believer" that he wrote for the Monkees, or is it both? Uh, of them? If both it's both of, of them, them, it doesn't I mean, help. Both me of those are Monkees songs, but he he wrote one of them, and in his montage he sang it, and that that blew my mind in the first place. I was like, I didn't know he had anything to do with this song, and then he closed his montage with "Brother Love's Traveling Salvation Show," and. I also had never heard that before, and I was just losing my mind watching Neil Diamond, and I was like, how did I get here? I felt very old. <laughs> like, 
I, I felt like I was finally 35. They're like everything before that. <laughs> I wasn't yet, but like I like Neil Diamond now because of this song. And now I'm 35. When, when did you how many years ago was it? Um, it was probably two or three years ago. It was, I think, right before pandemic. And then I really got into it in the pandemic because I had all the tabs saved from when I like, first discovered it. And I was like, well, I got time now. I'm clicking every link I've ever saved. Yeah, it's it's it makes you feel good. Like it, it's like yeah. one, it's one of those songs that you like. I had a similar experience where I just was kind of like, "Holy shit!" And I got to write this down right now to yeah. come to, to try to find this later. Yeah, like when the when that gospel part comes in, it, like it feels like already that the song can't get bigger, and then it does get bigger, and like it's just such a cool song. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um fantastic song choice it does remind me of saving silverman a lot just because like neil young neil, neil young neil diamond is intrinsically connected to the film saving silverman yeah, he is, to me he is the whole movie he is the whole movie he's the plot he the, of he, the movie he is the plot device of this film um but goddamn do i love neil diamond it's almost forgivable uh, that he did blackface in that movie. Like, it's like, I just want people, like, I just want him to get a pass. What, was he in Friday? No, he was in... <laughs> no, Sean, he was not in Friday. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't the remake of this film called The Jazz Singer that was like a 1920s minstrelsy show where like a oh, white man yeah. very clearly blacks up um with shoe polish and then they remade it in the 70s and they like they blacked up neil diamond as a jewish man trying to play in a black club yeah. for, <laughs> like for sure part... people were already talking about al jolson as like the bane of the early hollywood existence and then yeah. they still did it <laughs> and they still did it <laughs> you know what i hope i hope that in some way he gets like the Robert Downey, Robert Downey esque pass of just like he was paying homage to a film that wasn't quite yet critically banned, <laughs> well, <laughs> socially well, oh, Putney, panned. Putney Swope. I just watched that recently and I was like, there's no way I would have liked this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's there's I don't know. I don't know the rules on blackface like. Don't I mean, do it. The rules are yeah, there's no. It's obviously a hard no. Now, but like, but like, what's his face? There, like Jimmy Kimmel, right? And then he's all right now. Like, yeah. I don't know what year it was where you can grandfather them into being like they were old and dumb. I just think I think it's genuinely like we decided that Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder is the signpost, and everything after that is not allowed. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say that Sarah Silverman is the first one I can think of, but I, I think it was that, that one didn't go right away. Like that took a long time for anyone to be like, hey, yeah. why did you do that? <laughs> hey, excuse me, Miss Silverman. Um, well, all right. Enough blackface. Let's, <laughs> yeah. Speaking yeah, of Silverman, more. Neil Diamond. So, so, Sean, Neil Diamond, obviously you're a big fan of the song. You used it in the trailer. Mm -hmm. uh, my mind goes to a couple specific singers, but what, where, where do you want to take us with the song? What, what does this song give you? What does it remind you? What does it connect well, to? Okay. Well, and this is, will lead into my answer, but I stole that trailer directly from Tarantino. Oh, really? Once upon a time in Hollywood, <laughs> there was like a trend online for those edits. Like one of their trailers had, it was so, so like the music score was exact. 
And the reason like it sounded good is I found, I found even the music file online. Um, you okay. Sorry. My fucking family just came in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Good night. Hey. Kisses. George, George is high. George is high. Tell no, us George is high. The dog, the dog, uh, Bert, uh, came in the room uh, but anyway i that's what you call her <laughs> <laughs> no she's yeah yeah we and she calls me the basement the yeah. fucking troglodyte that <laughs> well, lives in my basement i might sleep in this basement <laughs> so anyway there was like a trend like i i found trends of them using the same editing style and music like all these songs for they took the Tarantino trailer and remade it. Like when I say they, I just mean people on the internet and yeah. they would make it for like Star Wars movies. They made it for like Marvel movies for, for whatever. So I was like, Oh, that's a good idea. I'll make a trailer out of our stuff and maybe it'll just catch online. Cause like, it's mm -hmm. already a trend. It didn't happen. It has 200 views. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I love the song. And uh, so I, I guess with that, I'll just pull another song from one of the other trailers. Well, I guess that trailer, uh, which would be Straight Shooter from the Mamas and the Papas. So it's I the guess. first song that comes in with that guitar. Okay. Um, the beginning of that trailer. Um, so that's my that's my connection is the go. same exact trailer that I made. <laughs> This is definitely one where I'm like, oh, I do know the song you just said at me. <laughs> this what song is do a they lot mean? of fun. Well, I'll tell you what they mean. They mean an incestual relationship with the mother and or the father and daughter. Ooh, that Gross. story is horrifying. Horrifying. But what? One Day at a Time was a really good show, and she was really good on that until the emotions of that horrible upbringing caught up to her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I do love this song, and I don't know if Mamas and Papas, uh, I don't know if they're canceled also, but. No, they're fine. Oh, no, and speaking to, I think what we were talking about off mic with, uh, we, we talked briefly off mic about Mike Myers. Um, and that's something that like uh, quintessentially a line from an Austin Powers movie made me obsess over music and music history. And it's when he is going through his list it, um, of all his friends from the 60s that have died. Oh, dead, <laughs> dead, dead. Yeah. Alcoholism drugs and then it gets to mama cast and he goes ham sandwich <laughs> <laughs> oh so good and that's such a fun song and it's perfect for the trailer like it's 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 perfect for our trailer because of the bombasticness of fat juicy and i feel like that guitar line is so like it's 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 subdued it's it's not a big ripping it's not you know a kickstart my heart or or sweet child of mine, but it is such a fun thing to watch Jared Little walk up a walkway with the words "juicy" written on his ass. <laughs> yeah. 
it's like it just informs it really well and it's it's very tarantino in the sense that he loves to include this like 60s um 60s and also hip-hop like i think in django unchained there's a ton of hip-hop if i remember correctly like he just loves weird music doing weird choices of music in fact if i remember correctly uh me and me and sean did a sketch show at fit once where there was a sketch where we just played the wrong music for every time (laughs) i killed alex yang on stage yes uh, and in doing so, people commented, I was like, it's very Tarantino to play like just the wrong amount of music. So it'd be like, I think we did Georgie Boy. And it was honestly just too much of an HBO style musical choice for a murder scene. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what you're leaving out. So, Dan, what, what he's leaving out is that the the scene that kept getting repeated, it was like we were was like a a murder fight scene. But when the music kicked in, it was always like really, really soft or like weird, oh, that's music, awesome. like Georgie boy. Yeah. So it was like, everyone's like, what the hell is going on? I think it was, wasn't it was the last control. one. Yeah. Wasn't the last one like peanut butter jelly time or something? Like I said, yeah. I just said <laughs> like, Alex, fuck you. And stabbed him in the chest with a retractable knife. And it just played peanut butter jelly time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Alex, dude. He's always getting, his whole show, he gets destroyed. And then in, even in those old sketches, you, you were stabbing him. Yeah. He's all right. He's fine. We, we've been talking lately. He's good. He's <laughs> good. He, he needs he to come back on the good. show again. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to come back on the show again because the first time we almost killed him and the second time he's one of our guests that's constantly reminding me like, I didn't really think I showed myself who I am on your show. I'd love to come back. Uh, so nice. we'll have to have him back. You guys are asking the tough questions. That's why. That's why. Yeah. yeah. No. And How also, are I, you? I, <laughs> <laughs> so Dan, uh, I think it's your turn. You you said no, you it wanted is your to. turn. It's my turn. Wait. You said you wanted yes, to go I'm second. second. Yes, yes, I'm going second. All right. So, hmm. If you need time, I have one already lined up, but I don't want to. I don't want to steal your thunder. I mean, do you want do you want to do a flip this early? No, I'm just saying that if you're you went um, and I'm trying well, to progress the show. <laughs> The the thing I'm stuck on is, I mean, the, the obvious connection from Mamas and the Papas to Wilson Phillips, and then I could play Hold On, but I, I went to the that specific playlist well so much the last time we did one of these that I'm like, do mm. I want to do it again? But I think I'm going yeah, to. Yeah, because our last one was the dance awesome. party, correct? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to do Hold On by Wilson Phillips. All right. All right. That that is one of those songs that when it came out, I've made fun of it mercilessly. And to this day, I don't know why. It is just so good. <laughs> so good. It's so good. 
And like, it's it's so cheesy if you because I, I, it was the video was my first exposure to it. If you're watching it, it's so bad. Like they're just like swaying on a beach, and you're like, all right, well, okay, you want a little too too far. But then you just listen to it, and it's like, no, it's actually good. Let them let them sway on whatever beach they want. Yeah, it's incredible. Like I, that that was one where when you just turned it off there, I kind of got upset. <laughs> it's a, it makes me feel good, and now it's not playing, and I feel bad. There's not a good spot to stop that song. No, no, it's 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 like uh, it's like a, everything's gonna be all right. Yeah, it um, it it honestly is a swaying on the beach song. Like I I just want to stand on the beach in a big flowy sweater and put my arms out like. It just, that's a good feeling. That's a good yeah. association. Yeah, for sure. And I think Bridesmaids ended with that, isn't that? Bridesmaids ended with that. And also, I believe there's like a a dramatic movie with Kristen Wiig and Bill Hader that they sing that Skeleton song in it. Twins? Yeah. yeah. They're not, they're not sisters, but you know what I mean? They're, they're siblings. <laughs> but it's like a deep movie. Like, it's a kind of an intense movie. I think it touches on suicide and, and drug abuse. And it's it, it's those movies when you see an actor in it and you go, like, I did not expect that from them. And they did it very well. Yeah. I mean, two of them are pretty good. Yeah. Um. All right. So I'm working with that. And I want to keep with our powerful female vocalists theme. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'm torn between two of them. Torn so, like Natalie and Bruglia torn? Torn, torn like Natalie and Bruglia. Right. Uh, which I think we've included on a playlist like once every week. <laughs> Is that really? Uh, but we've, we've included at least a couple times or at least I've at least brought it up. Like, so uh, my friends or Casey's friends rather, but I've inherited them in the marriage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> their favorite bit is in the middle of a conversation, they'll walk up to a horseshoe of friends and go, uh, did you know that Tame Impala is just one guy? And then they'll walk away. <laughs> Great bit. Um, and I have a, I have a similar bit, which is it's, it's less fun, but it's like the hipster version of it. Like I could do this at tattooed moms and I'd be like, <laughs> I would walk up to a horseshoe of friends attaching mom and be like, did you know torn by Natalie and Bruglia as a cover? And then I'd walk away. (laughs) (laughs) I Um, did know that. Listen to blanketing covers every week. (laughs) (laughs) So I am torn between two big ones. And I think I've decided on powerful female. I think, I think this person has um, the, the gravitas and power of all three Wilson uh wilson sisters combined all the wilsons and are phillips all the wilsons are phillips mm-hmm. is it wilson or phillips i thought wilson was the first name of the man but now i'm realizing there's it's all ladies it's all it's, ladies um you know i'll i'll look it up while while you're talking all right well i really wanted to add i i, I fell in love with this person because of that youtube series uh um, like what's in my bag at Amoeba Records. I don't know if you guys have ever watched that. It's they just take famous musicians and celebrities and stuff, and they take them to a record store in LA called Amoeba Records, and they just go around shopping, and then they show them what they purchased that day. Uh, and it's usually like five or six records, and I learn a lot of cool music about this. And I watched the episode with Big Boy, and every single Big Boy record was a Kate Bush record. 
big boy from outcast fucking loves kate bush so much <laughs> so i want to do big sky by kate bush because while she is one person there is a fun bit at the end of this song where she multi-tracks her voice and goes tell him sisters <laughs> and it's just her voice multiple times doing harmonies <laughs> Yeah, this triumphant chorus is just her. <laughs> I love Hounds of Love. This record might be that was in my way top more 10. intense than I thought it was going to be. Yo, <laughs> listen. So for those who don't know, listening at home, Fucking or, right, or listening in front of you. I don't know who Kate Bush is. Dude. I, oh, I, I have a general impression of her, and it wasn't Nels. that. Like that was that was cool. Listen to Kate Bush, both of you. So Hounds of Love. So she would she would do these records, and it was very like she has a song called Wuthering Heights, and it's very high and lilty, and she's basically just retelling the story of the book Wuthering Heights. Um and the video is her like dancing with a scarf with like this Victorian era dress in a field somewhere. And then she came out with Hounds of Love, which is like her like tour de force 80s album. She went into a shed with a bunch of electronic instruments and basically did it by herself with a couple of her friends helping. It's one of the reasons why like her vocals are really high in the mix on that album. But the first chunk of it, she was like, fuck you. I'll give you your pop album that you keep asking for. And like the first five or six songs on, on Hounds of Love are just hit after hit after hit. And then the B side of that album is like a weird concept album about an evil witch rising from the ice and taking over <laughs> a medieval town. It's the weirdest fucking music. And I love it so much. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. And this song specifically is just like... It is. It is. You you are sitting on the on the moors of Ireland, watching the clouds roll in over this giant sky as a woman's just like dancing with scarves. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that is wonderful. But that's my choice, Kate Bush. So yeah, but, Sean, you got to follow Kate Bush, the big sky. So I have two options, and like I guess, you know. I don't know the this version of the show well enough where I just don't know if this will bother you guys. But if it bothers you, I'll start again. No, no, it'll be fine. We've done plenty of shows where like we've been on a certain pathway and then I've thrown in like Twisted Sister just to fuck with it. So you're allowed to do whatever you want. Uh, this is Twisted Sister is just like a pastor compared to this one. Okay, so Bush, <laughs> you can't break this show. <laughs> okay, cool. Bush reminds me of penis right <laughs> obviously yeah so and then penis that reminds me of the song uh my dick by mickey avalon <laughs> you remember that song from when we were children i remember I, that song very i do oh <laughs> uh, i i think i used to know every word to this song let's play it a little bit it was so funny dude it was such a fun like oh my god this and detachable penis locked in a cage right yo dick Stage fright, my dick. So hot it's stolen. Yo, dick. Look like Gary Coleman. My dick. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 
<laughs> just never, never that's not. A, that's a roast battle, dude. I mean, it's just without the other person having any say. <laughs> it really, it does have that weird feeling of like, I know you're trying to be offensive, but you're just doing too much. They're like, I'm not. Yeah. How, how do I might be offended by this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, it's such. And I mean, when when did I hear that song? I mean, high school, I think like and just being like, whoa, you can make songs like this. Yeah. yeah you can just say anything. <laughs> you know, like, I can make songs. I think once a month. I think about the line, my dick play on a double feature screen. Your dick went straight to DVD. <laughs> like yeah. either way, impressive dick to make it in the movie industry. A hundred percent. And to, and just to give credit, like to some of the, like, that's funny. Like that line is great. <laughs> some of them are weak, but like, I remember actively being like, oh yeah, this is, this is a good joke. And then, and then, but to the, but then also, the ones that weren't being like, this is, this is bad. Like I could write, yeah. I could try to write a better one. I feel but, like the, this, this song was one person going, you know, that hit TV series, Yo Mama, starring Wilmer, Wilmer Valderrama. What if <laughs> we did that just a little different? <laughs> oh my God. That was a big deal too. <laughs> yeah, that, that show was on all the time. All the time. Cash money. Catch my oh my god and they would always be on like the top of like a parking garage in la and you're like oh these people are meeting up to make fun of each other's mama battle <laughs> people took cabs here you know? <laughs> oh i love that choice sean i love that choice so much uh and i really hope that this playlist now it takes this turn into uh, what is the what is the embodiment of telling your friends to meet you in the back of the bus so we can share earbuds together and yeah. so we can listen to this <laughs> song? <laughs> I didn't even think about like the like uh, vulnerability of the playlist as a whole. I didn't even. But you guys do this a lot. So now you're thinking a big picture. You know, I'm just trying to think of an, something quick so I don't slow the show down. Well, I could the. The thing George is missing out on here is he he's not next. So him thinking big picture. I'm not yeah. thinking the same big picture. So yeah. <laughs> so his so his what whole, are you thinking, Dad? His his ideology here is just going to be thrown for a loop <laughs> because I'm going to uh, the Dick soundtrack because that movie is pretty great and its soundtrack <laughs> is a pretty pretty good list of '70s songs. And this isn't the one that I came for. I came for Hooked on a Feeling because that's a fun ass song, yeah. but. Coconut by Harry Nilsson is on the song Ooh, or on the soundtrack. That's a so good I'm, fucking I'm song. Coconut. All right, love it. God damn. The song is like the most beautiful nonsense. <laughs> Fantastic. So it didn't didn't necessarily take us off the path of novelty, but changed no. the vibe considerably. <laughs> oh man, this is tough. Talk about I, Harry Nielsen while I while I figure what I'm figure out what I'm supposed to do. Well, first off, I that song in in particular, that song like had um, some pop culture to it. Like again, like being a kid, like there was 
like that was like in ads and things like that. Yeah. Like I've heard that song in so many different covers and things like that. I mean, that was that was Coca-Cola Lime, right? Wasn't that their song? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, put the lime in the Coke, you nut, I think it was. And you nut. I think that's what it was. Like, not end you nut, just you nut. Oh. Like, you're, oh, you're crazy. Oh. Like, do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Put it. Put some lime in that Coke, you nut. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think I think it wasn't a Coke commercial. Yeah, like, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to know about him. Because, like, I know he's, like, super celebrated. But did he go nuts? Is he one of those people? He's, I mean, I think he was, like, the Beatles' favorite musician for years and years and yeah, years. Yeah, I remember hearing that so, story, yeah. So I think that's kind of where it comes from. So I know there, I, was the, there was the documentary. There was, like, the Who is Harry Nielsen documentary that uh, I didn't that get I the chance to it watch it, but I heard but, really, really good things, yeah. Like, I still don't feel like I know what I'm supposed to know. <laughs> that song, I mean, that song confuses me. Like, I, I just looked up Harry Nelson. Yeah. What I thought. I thought it was going to be, like, um, kind of like an island guy. Oh, know? no. Yeah, he's, no. he's just a very straightforward dude. He did all the music for the Popeye film, too, if I remember correctly. Oh, shit. Oh, did he? I didn't know that. Yeah, no, they like they like flew everyone out. I just heard this story recently. They flew um, Robin Williams and they flew uh, what's her name from The Shining, and they flew them all out to the Sissy island Space. that they filmed Popeye on, and uh, and they flew out the musicians and they flew out Harry Nilsson to record the album for the film Popeye. And critics panned it. Critics hate that movie, and they especially hated the soundtrack. And now, as people have grown up and realized, like, who did it, they've, like, it's become this, like, cult following thing where people really love the soundtrack to Popeye now. Interesting. Interesting. Um, Okay. I know everything. It's really just as simple as that. Everything you never needed to know. I mean, you that came out of your head and then your mouth. And all I said was, I thought it was an island guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> the song had coconut a, in it. I mean, he's like all over the place, too. Because like, if that's your introduction to him, you're not going to like like what you hear next. Like, he, uh, this is <sighs> goofy. Like, he's not goofy. Yeah. He's prolific, but like not often tipping into this strange territory. Sure. So I am going to go a little goofy, but not quite. But I am going to ride that like kind of novelty song situation that we have going on here. Uh, And it's also a band that I've only recently found out. So Sean's fucked. Uh, We're going to have to listen to it. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, but I found out about this song. I listened to it. It, Came up on my Discover Weekly uh, on Spotify, and I thought, this song is so much fun. Like, it's just a fun song in the same, not in the same vibe as the Harry Nelson, but also just like when you hear it, it kind of gives you the warm fuzzies of, <laughs> oh, this is fun and weird and cute. Um, however, it is kind of a violent song. So I'm going to do <laughs> the song, Tell That Girl to Shut Up. By tr- oh, by, I love that song. By Transvision Vamp. Wow. <laughs> it Did is, I send you this song? No, it came up on my Discover Weekly. I'd never heard this song before, but it's in that same style of like the primitives and stuff. So I, I love it. 
Yeah, literally, because you, you could donate to uh, get songs played when Brad was doing his dance marathon, and I just kept saying this song, I, like over and over and over. I just kept saying like, oh yeah, here's this other song, but also play Transmission Vamp. Why has no one done this yet? <laughs> It is just quintessential mall fun. Yeah, that, <laughs> like, that song is I so was, good. I've listened to it a ton in the last month. <laughs> that's crazy. Like, so I've never heard that song before. And when you told me the song was called Tell That Girl to Shut Up, I thought it was going to be like an 80s like hip hop song. No, it's an it's an 80s like, yo, I hate this other girl at the mall. She has the same top as me. <laughs> yeah. So much better than uh, a the man singing it. <laughs> yeah. It's so much better than the misogyny <laughs> that was going heading our way. <laughs> oh, that's oh, no. incredible. I fucking love that song. I've listened to it at least 12 times this week. <laughs> and who sings that? Uh, what What is the Transvision name of Vamp. Transvision Vamp. Wow. That's their biggest hit. It was a huge hit in the UK. Um, it was post-punk. We're like, okay, we'll we'll make. Oh, it's not their most popular song. It's actually kind of a deep cut. I thought it was like their top played song. Um, it's sort of so the band itself is sort of listen. Punk is dead, but we'll. Uh, we can still market it to kids and it's very much it's it's the machine gun <laughs> kelly of its time yeah 100 I'm, I'm gonna play a little of their uh most played because it's like 10 million times more played than yeah. the one we both know i'm gonna play just a little bit we'll we'll learn it together Not better. Who does she sound like? Incredible. That's incredible. She yeah. sounds so good. Yeah, she sounds very similar to that. Like literally, that's what I'm looking up right now. I'm like, what yeah. is who does I mean, it's she got a Cindy Lauper sound to it, but it's a little rougher than that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, she sort of sounds like Madonna. I mean, maybe I'm an idiot and I could take that back immediately. But no, they're... like first record Madonna, I feel like you could get away with that for sure. Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know. She sounds exactly like someone. Honestly, I would uh, like I think I listened to this song and then I remembered how much I love the band Charlie Bliss uh, because oh, sure. their singer's voice uh, sounds like Tommy Pickles <laughs> singing in a pop punk <laughs> band. And I love it. <laughs> I love that. All right. Well, all right. So I'm just going to go like stay in that genre. That song reminded me of like women 80s pop. Cool. Yeah, that put me on that like cruise ship commercial. Nice. <laughs> I love a cruise ship commercial vibe. Yeah. And I won't go. Yeah, and I, I love that. If you want to keep going, please. Oh, is that what we're <laughs> no. is that what we're playing? Because I'll just play it for real. No, 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 no. But that's <laughs> I, I I was I wanted to make like uh I wanted to go A to C. So <laughs> let's hit let's go with some some Gloria by Laura Brannigan. Oh hell yeah. Brannigan? Brannigan. Brannigan, yep. Yeah, that's all it gets me going.
Fantastic. Yeah, that song rules yeah. so hard. I love so I love a sweeping synth. I love how like they just hit the one low note and they slide up to the next note. That's my that's my favorite kind of synthesizer sound. It's you know <laughs> the that that song, it, it's almost like three years to the day that I, I became like really aware of it because it was the cool. NHL playoffs, which just started. And they were making such a big deal out of the, the St. Louis Blues that year who ended up winning. And yeah. it was their goal song. And people were like trying to find Laura Branigan and like tracking down why that was the story. And there's a whole lot of really interesting like backstory for how it ended up their goal song. But then they ended up winning the Stanley Cup, so it became like an even bigger story. And they just started tracking down all these weird connections and like the weird guy who owns a bar who played it for one of the people on the team. And then it just became this like weird story that grew. And by the time I heard it, I was like drunk at a bachelor party and I was like, we're going to listen to this for the rest of the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Well, first off, that idea of she played a part in a St. Louis blues championship. That's it. Yeah. Like for sure. Those songs are such a big deal, but also the energy of coming into a bachelor party with us, like a song that you're into where you're like, Hey guys, I'm going to play. I'll, I'll take care of the music. Let me just play this. And then as you get drunker, it just, the intervals get shorter and like every eight, oh, man. nine minutes. It was, <laughs> it was such a fun bit for like me. <laughs> Like I, yeah, I literally every time I took control of the music, I would act like I was like thinking about a different song and then I would just play Gloria again and walk away. <laughs> oh, shit. Did you what was that? You said Gloria? Was that what you said what, what it was? <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I think I'm one so- of them was like, do you remember that some 41 song, how it just stops and turns into another song? I was like. Oh yeah, and then I put on Gloria. <laughs> the Chili Peppers—they just came out with a CD. Yeah, yeah, I'll play it. I'll play it. Gloria, Gloria. Yeah. It's time for it, Gloria. It was, it was so much fun. And then I made sure it got played at their wedding. That's you incredible. Gotta. Those Our, championship songs are nuts. Not to get off tra- topic. No, but, no, they are. I mean, it's uh, it's how I know about Mac Miller. It was the uh, yeah. the Flyers one for a while, and then I was like, oh, who is this guy? I was a hundred. I was exactly what I was going to say was that I remember they had the, um, that HBO series, uh, where they followed the flyers and the Rangers around. Oh yeah. 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 The, before the outdoor game or whatever, that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Road to the like winter classic or I forget what they called it, but yeah, they're always playing that in the locker room. I'm like, okay. Yeah. All right. I think it was okay. Cause I just thought he was a douche without ever listening to him. Yeah. And, and, and he then, has that uh, like Pittsburgh connection and everybody's like, why would you use him? Like, oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> oh yeah, that didn't make it's any good. sense. <laughs> yeah. I uh I went to a Devils game a couple months ago. Uh they lost and good because I'm an Islanders <laughs> fan. Um, but I, I did not realize how deep the jerseyness of the Jersey Devils runs where their goal song is like a gaslight anthem song. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of rules. It rules. Like, I love when bands, like, I think, like, the Pittsburgh Penguins, their fight song is an anti-flag song, which I love. But it's also, I like when hockey's a little bit more tough around the edges, but also has a soft side, like Gloria. Um, But, Dan, should we take a quick bake? Break. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, go take a quick bake, and then we'll come back. And <laughs> I couldn't think of another way to 
alliterate that. We're just going to take a break. I'll, I'll come back with a souffle. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I hope a full thing of, of bread. Um, does anyone actually need anything? Do they need to stretch their legs or anything? I do need to pee. Go pee. Okay. Um, if that's all right. Yeah, that's why we bake in the, uh, the break. Okay. Bake in the break. Bake in the break. I'll be right back. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to use it, but I thought for sure the way the playlist was heading up top, I was going to be able to play the song that they've been using in that Moon Knight TV series. Um, oh, I haven't seen it. What song is it? They they utilize to great effect uh, Engelbert Humperdick, Man Without Love. Oh, okay. Every day we go. <laughs> and it always happens like he like has a split personality issue and he wakes up in bed and that song is his alarm and they just use it to really good effect in the in the series. That's uh, awesome. And it was fitting so well with like Neil Diamond. I was like, okay, we're we're so on track with Engelbert Humperdinck. I'm gonna get an Engelbert Humperdinck tune <laughs> in this playlist. That- that would have been so fun. Who will find a way? Well, I'm going I'm going back to my uh, my fight me playlist on this one because uh, the song was on there for the longest time because of that story. <laughs> I've been gravitating hard in the Adam Sandler and the. Um, uh, uh, what was the other kind of oldies playlist that I have? I have like an Adam Sandler playlist and then I have like the it's not oldies by any means, but it's like the coming of age playlist. Um, But it's all like songs of the of the of the elder millennials <laughs> yeah so it's like flagpole sitta and the hippos and belly and God, celebrity skin i was just listening to them the other day love the hippos yeah i, they, I forget about them like for like 10 year stretches <laughs> let me do this real quick i'm gonna send you a wave file of damn it while we're waiting CD quality, baby. I'm getting you that good quality. That good, good. Yeah. Okay. My girlfriend apologized for ruining the show. (laughs) That dog. (laughs) Dog. Did you tell her I said hi? Did you tell her it was George? Yeah, I did. I actually played the... Because I had listened to the one uh, that Kelsey was on the other... Like last week. Mm. I was on the airplane. And... uh, like you had mentioned Katie, so I played that clip for her and she was cracking up. <laughs> because you said, Oh fuck, I gotta invite her to the wedding. Yes. Hey friends and weirdos, I'm Meg. And I'm Alyssa, and we're the hosts over at the podcast Real Chills. Do you love the unexplained? Do you listen closer for things that go bump in the night? If so, Real Chills Podcast is for you. The best part is all our stories are true. You can check us out on Spotify. And if you have a story you'd like to share, email us at realchillspodcast at gmail.com.
Hey everyone, Danny here with Plugs. You can find Sean Nelms on the internet and all the usual places, but most importantly, you can find his new web series, The Pod Lodge, at The Pod Lodge page on YouTube. You can also find some of his old stuff up there. It's all really funny. Definitely go check out the old sketches that are there too. George and I are at Feel Feelings Pod on all the social media platforms. If you could take a second to like, share, and review, and do all those things, let people know you're listening and enjoying, that would be awesome. On the Wasted Robot side of things, you can go to wastedrobotrecords.com, and there's links to all the other shows on the network. I obviously have blanketing covers, there's real chills, there's get in the garage. That's it for now. Back to the show. That's a big beer. I like how you have like a frosty mug of beer. With your, with your eggles. Your fucking eggles. <laughs> yeah, you, you become a dad and your mugs grow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was much smaller before. It grows. Same mug. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're back. Uh, and we're back. Welcome we back to the show. All right, Dan, I think it was your turn. We left off with we, Gloria. We played a little little Gloria. And I, little Gloria. I told that story about ruining the day of a bunch of dudes who I see once every six years or so. It was a fun legacy I created for myself. But uh, <laughs> th- this song is... And I, I think this, this might be me retiring the inclusion of this playlist on our playlist episodes, but... It, this is a it's a good one to go out on. I've I've never had cause to play this specific one, so I'm gonna gonna play play this one. But I'm going off of my fight me playlist because that is where fight you will find place. Gloria by Laura Bla- by Laura Branigan has a very prominent position on the top of my fight me playlist. But I'm, I'm going with one of the later editions. I'm going with Since You've Been Gone by Rainbow. Ooh. Yep. <laughs> For the listener, George is the one clapping there. <laughs> Did either of you see that Three Identical Strangers movie? beautiful just a love just that. a hair metal song <laughs> just i love i love a good like late 70s early 80s hair metal song when did that come out um i don't actually know let me uh click over and I, find some more info. I saved 79 like, 79 yep that it's so sean go ahead no i was gonna say i just i love that song so much i never heard of that before i just went and gave it a big heart on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> big heart I back in the the movie pass era, I went and saw three identical strangers and the song was like they had like kind of recreated B-roll footage like uh, mm-hmm. reenacted or whatever. And there's just a, a car zooming home at night and it's this like yellow sports car. And 
then the song just starts playing over it. And I'm like, hell yes. <laughs> like that, that movie takes dark and really upsetting turns, but like it kicks off with rainbow. <laughs> I'm like, fucking yeah. Give me rainbow. <laughs> I also love a hair metal band named rainbow. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Not to be confused with, uh, since you've been gone, Kelly Clarkson, she clearly, I looked it up like, uh, because when you first said that, I'm like, oh, she covered that, you know? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, Rainbow, that's just some lady band from the, the <laughs> 60s. And she spells that since you, the letter U. Yeah. yeah she doesn't text to speak. Yeah, that's to uh, stop the search from this song because this song would totally cut down on listens for her version. Oh, it, this one blows <laughs> that one out of the water. Um, well, I I like the idea of keeping with like really fun driving songs. because ah. um, again, this is a great one of cruising down the highway. Um, and one of my I've I've been recently diving deep into their catalog. I really love it. Um. Uh, I'm kind of it, it's weird because I know them as uh, the background actors in the Flintstones movie. Uh, <laughs> oh, hell yeah. But I'm going to do uh, the B-52s Rome. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I knew already where you were going. <laughs> Fucking love the B-52s, man. Love them. Kate from B-52s was originally born in like the town over from me and I'm just desperate to try to find some sort of like any connection. Just be like, <laughs> can we hang out? <laughs> she moved. She did move. I am so glad that they. I imagine that there is a take out there where they do have Fred Schneider going Rome, and they went Fred, go sit in the fucking corner. <laughs> Not the time. We don't need this right now. Rome. <laughs> if you one, two, two, two. <laughs> as a, as an improviser, have you ever played the Hey Fred Schneider game? Yeah. Okay, I it's got it's my fa I can never do it. It's too hard of a game because I laugh too hard. But that is such a fun improv game. It's so good. I uh, but yeah, that that song like these these songs are funny. Like these, I guess eighties. I don't know when that was, but these these like powerful women pop songs. Yeah, they do a lot for you. They do, yeah. and they're so good. I'm they're surprised songs you could listen to clear the St. Louis blues, listen to it. Like they're like pump up songs for sports, yeah. you know, they're also, you could be probably be sad. Well, maybe not sad, but alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I included last week, um, an Annie Lennox song and congratulations on the Eurythmics for getting inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame, by the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, Annie Lennox, like her solo albums of like Broken Glass and her cover of Train in Vain and just there are so many like she's one of these powerhouse vocalists that are like, damn. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do B-52s, B-52s, Rome. Um, no, I, Sean, I, I I've never been a massive fan of them, but they're doing their farewell tour this year and I'm like, you know. I think I'd, I'd, I'd want to have that opportunity. I'd go. I, I, I think I think I'm gonna do it. It's not I till leave, the fall though, so I have time I to decide. I leave for but. vacation. Um, 
Actually, I should probably talk to you this off mic, but I, I'm on vacation <laughs> for, for a week, uh, in the first week, uh, second week of June. Um, I'll be in Aruba. Uh, Listeners look forward to banked episodes. Banked episodes. Ooh. And sh- or Ooh, Seamus Millar just sort of turning up if he's not busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, uh, the day before we leave for our trip, uh, we get to go see Coldplay at MetLife. And I would I, so much rather I see want people. To. I'm yeah. stoked to see Coldplay. Like honestly, I've I've been revisiting like Yellow and uh, yeah. and and the Scientists, and I'm like I'm revisiting them, and I like them. I just know that uh, it's going to be a lot of the pop hits first before it gets to that I mean, good I've, new center. I've been in the the camp for a minute now that if 40 year old Virgin didn't happen, Coldplay would just be everyone's accepted greatest yep. band in the world. Yep, great point. Yeah. I remember, in, like, I don't know what year that came out, but I remember that having such them having such a cliche to them. Like, yeah, I remember yeah. some, like, my high school girlfriend was like, "I cried at the Coldplay concert." And I was like, <laughs> "All right, I guess I go secretly." I'm making girls cry, you know. <laughs> no, like the early stuff, they were a solid band. It's just like after Viva La Vida, I was like, "Okay, it's yeah. a pop. This is these pop songs." I I don't. I don't like it unless it's done well when the band just sort of gets rid of the band and doesn't tell anyone. Like Maroon 5. <laughs> like Maroon 5 or yeah, Coldplay. Yeah, they're still on stage or, with them, but... Yeah, or yeah. Fall Out Boy or Panic at the Disco or like there's or, or Paramore even. But Paramore is, is pretty good with, with keeping actual live instruments in it. But it just becomes so much of the lead singer show. And it's no longer like a band thing. It's more yeah. of like they are background dancers. I, I appreciate how grandiose that allows them to be. Yeah. But also that's why nobody really likes them. They're just yeah. like big. Bombastic even. All yeah. right. Well, like, Sean, they don't have a choice but to be huge. Uh, I believe this is your last song choice. Okay. Is that what we're up to? I haven't been counting. That. I think yeah, we've been more. we've been steaming through. We can do one more round if, if we're feeling it, but it if is nine thirty. If we're feeling yeah, let's it. Let's do five. This, this will be four. Let's do five. All right. This is okay. your second to well, last then. I have one and like, maybe I'm breaking the rules here, but you, I'm just, my associations are loose. You said driving music. Yeah. So that was a song you like to drive to. Yeah. Roma's great song to drive to. So something recently, I rewatched the movie Baby Driver recently. Okay. Like, uh, Ooh. This, this would be fun for me to like try to anticipate and like type ahead and have it ready. I have no, there's so many choices. So many choices. Fantastic. And um, so this song was one that I got from that movie, from that soundtrack. I never heard it before until I saw that movie. And it was, again, it was one of those ones where I just like wrote it down. I was like, oh, fucking yeah. Pause the movie. I got to find this right away. And it's Bell Bottoms by the John Spencer Blues Explosion. And right it's, it's, it's in the scene when he starts, when they start robbing the bank, I believe it's the, the, the opening scene drive. Oh, so it's, it's, it's him like waiting so, for them to come out. It's so good. Yeah. The whole scene is cut perfectly to this song, like specifically for this song.
I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit. Oh, too far. <laughs> Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Right now, I got to tell you about the fabulous, most groovy bell bottoms. There it is. <laughs> That that Elvis impression, yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember seeing in like the the promo stuff lead up to this movie, Edgar Wright shared like the work file for this part of the movie, and how uh-huh. like intricately everything was cut to match the beats of this song. I mean, that's his signature is that he he edits to the beat like that is my favorite. That's one of the reasons why Edgar Wright is one of my favorite directors is because he flawlessly edits mundanity to the beat of whatever music is playing. Yeah. And that's my favorite trope. Damn, where did you I want to find that where you're talking about is that I it might have just been his Instagram. I I think it was just a social media post from like back right right before that movie came out and he was just posting all this behind the scenes stuff kind of leading up to it it's crazy it's so i mean to george's point like it's a different experience when a director does it that way like i mean there's a reason like whatever my the even just going back to like that trailer that i made like music helps like even 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 in this like web series it was like, oh no, I'm not gonna put, I'm not gonna monetize this. I'm gonna use real music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna elevate this show as much as you can. Like, there's something about music, like drives scenes so much. And oh yeah, the fact that Edgar Wright go, it's almost like he goes music first. Like, it's almost like he wrote that, like that movie Driver to music. It's like he had a score. It's like, how do I write a script to it? I think I remember hearing say like he said something close to that and he he basically said like I put in the songs I wanted and I cut to that and he he said he actually got most of the ones like he was able to clear most of the ones that he had been cutting to. Oh, no way. His just like kind of work playlist became a lot of what the actual movie songs were. Yeah, it's 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 really fun because you see even the character like interact with the song. Like uh, what's this? Whoever that the whoever actual baby driver is, he's not a baby. He's a, the, a young uh, man, but the much beloved Anson Elgar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's in it. He's People in some shit right guy. now, and obviously <laughs> Spacey's gone. I don't know how many canceled things I've brought up. We got blackface. We got um, <laughs> we got those two guys. You'll and, never know uh, the fucking couple weeks i had where i was i was the biggest kevin spacey fan and i was like <laughs> i love kevin spacey i was I, I like he's the best actor and then everything came out about kevin spacey i was like cool we'll just move to kenneth brana kenneth brana will be my favorite actor and that's fine uh and then about two weeks later i was like damn you know what musician i love ryan adams ryan adams is my favorite yeah. musician ever <laughs> <laughs> nailing it yeah just genuine i think it's me i think it's i i, I I get hurt. Don't you, um, have a, don't you have a Ryan Adams tattoo? 
I do not have a Ryan Adams tattoo. Oh. <laughs> he got I that more not. recently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like his newer work. <laughs> I just like what he stands for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he seems yeah. cool. I, he was play, he played some show in New Jersey, and I was getting targeted ads for it all the time, and I had to block the ad. I was like, Your just knows enough. Who you want to be enough. <laughs> uh, all right, Dan. I believe it's your 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 turn. Yeah, I'm I'm sticking with the the very easy connection of I'm just going from Edgar Wright movie to Edgar Wright movie, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna play Teenage Dream by T Rex, which is in Scott Pilgrim, and a very fun that little bus scene. It's all very perfectly scored in that one too. I love that. I love it. It's so good. Mark it, Bowen it, rules. It's it's so fun to spend your teenage years. I won't say obsessing, but being a huge fan of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And then as you get older, realize that those songs are based off of already songs like that is the style of music that the Rocky Horror Picture Show riffs from. Yeah, they were playing to a culture, not making one up. (laughs) No. Um, Fantastic. That's a great choice. Yeah, it was really good. Um, I I got that. That was one of my uh, stimulus money purchases i got, I got the uh, double album release of the uh, score and soundtrack of scott pilgrim right and on. it came with all this like behind the scenes like kind of books and like posters and stuff and like i felt like i was a high school nerd again and i loved it <laughs> <laughs> that movie is so fun yeah yeah it, it took me a little while to like come around on it because i had read the books i guess one through five were out and i read them a lot like every time the next one came out i reread the ones before it so like i've read those books a lot yeah. and i saw that movie and i was like wow why do they have to like condense it like yeah they, they got four in. books down to one movie five books down to one yeah, they, movie and they, they they added an ending which i i don't know which ending i like better i think i like the movie ending better but like they didn't know what the book ending was going to be when they made the movie. Like that's how quick they were to like, want to make a Scott Pilgrim movie. And like that, that took a lot of uh, coming to terms with for me, but I was like, these things don't have to be equal to each other. Like Mm. they're both acceptable. Like I love both of these things equally. I, I, of course, as you might guess, I had no clue that those were books first. But I mean, they're books I, with pictures, Sean. You could get, you could get through. All right, all right. <laughs> cartoons, cartoons. Yeah. Yeah, cartoons. I, mean, I had a friend who who introduced me to those, and like I, I wasn't big into comics in any sense, really. Mm-hmm. But like my friend turned me on to those, and I think the first two were out at that point, and like I flew through them, and then just like bought them all day one after that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I get that's. Uh... I'll check those out because that that's that's one of the movies I have like an ongoing list from trying to that's one I'm trying to show my girlfriend like hey mm. I think you'll like this yeah, yeah. it it the, the video game aspect of the movie yeah. is a big thing throughout the books and it was a lot of people were like how's he gonna do this is he just gonna make a normal movie out of this video game book and he 
Edgar writes it. Like he, yeah. he crushes it. He does such a good job of it. Yeah, and um, I was actually going to ask the reverse. Like, how do they write? Like, that sounds difficult to write. It it just kind of takes from the style. You'll see like little Mario, little yeah. kind of taking like getting coins from blocks and stuff like yeah. that, and like it it's all pretty much what is in the movie it just kind of yeah no they did a, a really good like shot middle, for yeah. shot thing though. like i think the jumping through the window to avoid knives scene is that, direct from the book yeah. that made me so happy because like <laughs> especially because that's so early in the books i'd read those more than any of the other ones and like when all of those little pieces were hitting and like when she like walks through the darkness and there's the doorway and like all that stuff was like yeah. how how is he doing all of it? Like, yeah, I, I, think, I thought for sure some of it was going to be like left I'd, out. I'd read the books after the movie, and it was so fun to like flip through the books and see like direct things. Like, if I remember correctly, uh, Wallace in the book has the line, "Hey, it's that one guy." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they do that in the movie too. With like a couple of those like throwaway party lines that like yeah. are are literally just in the book to be jokes. Like they don't they don't mean anything, and like that's the stuff that gets cut out of movies, and it's all in there. <laughs> like yeah. Um. Well, I think that's a great part, and it's bringing me down memory lane for that. But I like the idea of keeping with the T Rex vibe, um, and something that I always thought that ever since I was a kid. I thought that this was like a bonus track that didn't make it into Rocky Horror. <laughs> um, and it's not. It's its own song. It's its own band. It's its own thing. Uh, but I'm going to do... Uh, 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 I keep on to say a different song, but it's not that. <laughs> um, I am going to do Ballroom <laughs> Blitz by Sweet. Yeah. Hell yeah. This is one of those undeniable ones. Like... Yeah. I don't know a single person who's like, nah, I didn't really have a good time when that was on. This is one of the songs. Actually, I've been thinking about making a playlist of songs that I like. I picture myself covering when I listen to them. Like it's 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 that I need that confidence thing where it's like this song, personality crisis, like something I get to wear like a leopard print scarf on stage and leather pants. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of uh, Mike Myers, which I don't remember if that was ever on mic or before, but uh, I just watched Wayne's World again recently, and Fantastic. the uh, Tia Carrera version of this, yeah, just like it's like, all oh, right, everything about this movie rules. Everything about that movie rules. So good, swing, swing, swing. If she was, if she was a. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was an accident on my end. <laughs> if she so, you was know, a you know that, uh, you know, like when he goes, you know, Cassandra, you could really hawk a loogie from up here. <laughs> I, I, one time I was at, like at a, as a Camelback Mountain, like okay. in, at, in the summertime though. So there's no snow. There's a water park, and I am alone up on the the tallest water slide. I'm looking over and I'm just like not hogging loogies, but like kind of, and just like watching them fall. You know, when you're 12 year old boy, it's fun to watch spit fall. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. 
and I, I and I and I like hogaluge like that, like pretty much after watching Wayne's World, just like that was in my head. And I look, uh, like uh, kind of my eyes come up, and I see my dad. I'm so high up, and I spit, and it goes down. I'm like pumped about it, and I look up, and I see my dad sitting on a bench, looking at me, and just going. <laughs> just shaking his head and i was like fuck i don't want to go down the slide too he's gonna kill me <laughs> do, you, do you think you were that good at that dad look before like if you had told this story like six months ago you wouldn't have had it <laughs> yeah yeah no you gotta like it it comes dude. you lose your patience quick <laughs> i uh would like to point out that um to this day i've known sean for many years he was one of my first friends in comedy um, I still have your dad's name saved in my phone as Sean's actual dad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, why? I have no idea. I think it was a bit I said to him probably during it wasn't during the charity show that we did at uh, Comedy Sports. It was before that. I think we must have been at like Buffalo Billiards or something after a gig. That was the last show ever. Meg was on that show, too. Oh, wow. that was the last show before the the world ended at Philly Comedy Club. I had to have had it. For oh, longer, right, though. that. I, I I don't know why I have your dad's number in my phone, but I'll never change it to his actual name. It'll always just be Sean's actual dad. Because when I type in Sean, it comes up Sean Nelms and then Sean's actual dad. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, yo, take my number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have a need to? Uh, right on. All right. So, Sean, this is your See last you, Sean, pick. Yeah. Of your of the night, where are you gonna take a ballroom blitz? Uh, and not well, Blitzkrieg Bop, which I kept on wanting to say, but I know that's not know, the right I song. I know. I I that was my first thought was Blitzkrieg Bop. Ballroom Bits, by the way, may or may not be in the fourth episode. And yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I thought that was. Did you know that? I did not. Oh, however, wonder. I've been trying to shoehorn this entire time, uh, Tom Jones, because I fucking love his cover of "Burning Down the House." Fantastic. <laughs> that we yeah. just that we just put in the recent episode. Speaking yeah. of covers, season three of Blanket and Covers will and have a Tom Jones episode. <laughs> Do you have a Tom Jones episode? It, it will there will be one in season three where we're trading uh i'm making him do a uh tom jones and he's making me do taylor swift perfect that's, great. that's fine yeah check that out the listeners yeah that'll be um, a year from now <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay tom jones rules. so um it was brought up and i'm you know we're gonna go wayne's world album like here we go and uh great soundtrack, soundtrack. foxy lady just you know it's fun you know, I like fun. I like Garth doing the uh, the, the foxies. The foxies. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched that with somebody who hadn't seen it before, and they were like, "What's happening?" And then by the end of it, they were like, "No, that's cute." Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it kind of feel like Dana Carvey shouldn't exist? Dana Carvey shouldn't exist. Absolutely. Like that, that, that he shouldn't be a person that everybody's heard of. <laughs> like I, I, I love it and I love him and I get it, but it just feels like that's supposed to be for like me and six other people. And why is everybody else on board? Yeah. Like, I, 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 what does he do? I, just, I, I, I want to like study him for like why he does 
He's got the generational thing, similar to the uh, like to, to the Wayne's World thing. You look at Aerosmith. Aerosmith has had a single for the most part for every generation up until the last one. But now Steven Tyler's just a judge on American Idol or whatever. Uh, so <laughs> they're like they know him from his previous work. But in the seventies, like a country had, hit recently. Just to, just to continue your theory, yeah. Wow. Okay, so like you know we have uh, Sweet Emotion, and then we get eighties Aerosmith, and then we get nineties Aerosmith with like the Armageddon soundtrack, uh, and, and Pink and, and Pink. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but we have this whole like thing where it goes, and I think that's the case with Dana Carvey, where we have SNL Dana Carvey, and then we have Dana Dana Carvey show Dana Carvey, which is where like the nerds really come in. And then we have Wayne's World, Dana Carvey. And then we have Master of Disguise, Dana that's, Carvey. That's nobody's Dana Carvey. That's that, it that's, should that's, be that's more people's Dana, Dana Carvey. That is Sean yeah. Nelm's Dana Carvey. That, that should is, be more people's Dana Carvey. Is totally like, enough for the Turtle Club. Yeah. That, like, <laughs> that came out right when I was allowed to watch that level of comedy. It's like that and... Um, Oh, what the fuck is it's like the mystery guys or mystery, mystery man, man. Mystery, mystery man, man. Like oh, that, I, yeah. I was banned yeah, from yeah. watching mystery men in my house my stepdad moved in and went this movie is terrible never watch it <laughs> yeah, it's horrible stepdad energy yeah honestly he was like i, I have to play tekken on my playstation because i'm a 39 year old bachelor that just recently got married so let me play tekken you can watch and not we're not watching mystery men <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember i i wish i could figure out what year it was i was trying to look it up but like all the videos are posted more recently but his uh his uh was it hbo special i guess it was where he performed chopping broccoli hmm. and i remember watching it with my parents and their friends like down the beach and they're all cracking up they all think it's the funniest thing and other than that, I don't think I've ever seen them like really into like an alternative comedy kind yeah. of anything. Yeah. But him singing Chopping Broccoli like worked for everybody in the room. Yeah. Everybody. Um, I, I was think actually, he just got a Netflix special too. Recently, like, right? I believe so. And he has a podcast with David Spade that I listened to a clip of because they were talking about their SNL auditions with Mike Myers to like promote this new Netflix show that he has coming out. Um, and I remember seeing the Dana Carvey SNL audition for like the 40th. Like they played clips mm-hmm. of the people yeah. uh, and he did Chopping Broccoli at the audition. Yeah. yeah. Chopping Broccoli got Dana Carvey SNL. That's wild. And then they tell the story about how Mike Myers got in. He was just an alumni from Second City and someone from SNL saw him. He never auditioned. He did not know he had a job until he was in the hallway for SNL. And Lauren was like, what are you doing here? You should be (laughs) you should be on stage. (laughs) Mike Myers. Yeah. Mike Myers never auditioned for SNL. That's yeah, wild. Yeah, it's so funny. Like, was like thinking of him and Dana as a pair. Like, he's obviously the cool, cool guy. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, and Dana. Like oh, 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 shit! I didn't audition. Oh but, man, I'm okay, sorry. I'll work here. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, all right, Dan. So we have Foxy Lady. After I'm gonna watch Wayne's World as soon as we're done with this. Just yeah. letting y- y'all know. Excellent. Excellent. Hmm. <laughs> This is a fun game, by the way. This I is, love this game. 
I, this is not what I thought the show was. You told, you gave me an episode to listen to so I could practice. (laughs) We haven't done one with just a guest recently. Like they've all had a a point behind them. Not that this doesn't, it is pointless, but like we haven't had a traditional guest doing the show. It's always been like, like the last one we did was with um, a guy who's do, who did a 24 hour dance marathon to raise money for charity. So we made like a dance playlist to help him get some more songs for it. Or like, That's nice. we've done one with like, the one I suggest to you is like the, the back to school special where it's just songs that remind us of going back to school uh, from a specific era. Uh, but this is one of my favorite parts of the show. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I do really like mm-hmm. doing this. If if the, if we were able to get paid for this, I would do this as like a bonus episode once a week. Oh, for sure. Yeah. We should just do this. We should just make this the show. <laughs> <laughs> I I played the episode that I was supposed to practice to, and my son hates podcasts because he's eleven months old. And it was you two talking, and Jerk. he started bawling, like crying. And I turned the volume off, and he would stop crying. And as soon as I would play your voices again, you started crying hysterically. And then, oh, oh, that makes me so and, happy. Uh, so like, you two made a baby cry today. Dan, we did it. We can stop the show. Oh, my God. That We've rules. Baby hates podcasts. That's awesome. All right. Last choice, make it count. Hmm. I know the connection I want to make, but I don't remember specifically who was on it, and that's going to bum me out because I'm going to forget somebody. But uh, I want to make the Wayne's World directed by Penelope Furious connection to the decline of Western civilization documentaries. Okay, yeah, yeah. But... The only one that's coming to mind is Alice Cooper, so I could have skipped all of those steps. <laughs> yeah. Because he's just he's in the movie. I could have just <laughs> gone one to the other. Millie Walke. Yeah. Meaning the Holy yeah. Land. <laughs> <laughs> I love the uh it's the part that I always forget. Like it makes me laugh like it's new every time of like, wow, that driver really knew a lot about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking love that movie. I think um, when they do start releasing episodes, I am uh, I am trying to get what's called the Adam Sandler B team list, where it doesn't necessarily need to have. It's got the same vibe of Adam Sandler movie for Casey's podcast, The Good, The Bad, and The Sandler coming soon. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I feel like there are Adam Sandler B team films, and Wayne's World is one of them, uh, where. Like, I, f- I feel like if Chris Farley's in the movie, you're allowed to you're allowed to talk about it like it's an Adam Sandler film. <laughs> I don't know why. It's got the same vibe. Yeah, you remember Adam Sandler in uh, I can't forget the karate one. What's the karate one? Uh, uh, Beverly Hills Ninja. That's Beverly it. Hills Ninja. Is he you in that? What, you know what I meant. No, I was carrying on with if Chris Farley's in it, then I guess it counts. Yeah, it's fine. And like, no, no, I'd, I'd count that as like, I guess it's a Lorne Michaels production. If it's a Lorne Michaels production. Yeah, I think that's the. Yeah. All right, Dan. All right. So I, I found where I'm going. I'm going to go in, instead of Alice Cooper, the guy everybody likes and respects and really enjoys when they're around. I'm going to go with 
faster pussycat bathroom wall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they do kind of rule. You just have to be able to kind of turn your brain off a little. Just, just real quick, though, I, I went to their page and they... Sing You're So Vain. I'm just going to play a little of their You're So Vain also while we're at it. set to make fun of that and then that second voice came in and the bridge and i'm like well they nailed that part <laughs> yeah they did god damn it all right so Master Pussycat, talk amongst yourselves while i think have you ever seen that documentary Me? which one the the kind of western civilization oh. the uh it's basically about the kind of hair metal genre and it, it kind of tracks a couple bands through like the rise and fall of the genre. And there are some of the most depressing kind of drunk rock star footage I've yeah. ever seen. I think there is I a scene a fan of that stuff. There is a scene of uh, like some rock star in a pool, completely inebriated, yeah. like barely coherent. And his mom is just sitting next to the pool and being like, that's my son. I believe his name was Chris Holmes. I don't yeah. remember what band he was in, but he bought a house and his mom was able to live with them. And like you hear people are like, that's the dream. And his mom was basically just watching him destroy himself. Yeah. Uh, and it, it was so depressing. He is still alive. I looked it up after I watched the documentary not that long ago. And like he's still alive. I think he's sober and clean. I think he's doing something along the lines of that that kind of goes with that. Is he still hanging by pools? He's got to. He's got to. Above ground, though. He's oh, lost he was quite in a wasp. bit of money. He was in Wasp. Yeah, he was oh, in Wasp. Gross. I'm trying to think of what my fit. I, yeah, I, I enjoy that genre. Um, I do too. It was, it was because like they had Ozzy in there and, and Aerosmith as the kind of elder statesman of you were famous 10 years ago and you're all kind of reinventing yourself to yeah. show up in this genre. Yeah. So you're watching them talk about how they already kind of found their rock bottom and found a way to level off. And like, I remember, I think it was Joe Perry was talking about how, like, yeah, we don't do a lot of that stuff anymore. And he just sounded so upset about it that, like, he knew he had to stick to it because he wanted to stay alive and, like, function as a human. But, like, he missed it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you come down from, like, you are. I mean, not everyone thinks it, but you live this life of like a, like a God, like a street God. Yeah. I mean, especially when you get to the level of fame that like you, you have just fans adoring you, but also you have like tons of people who are paid to just give you what you want all the time. 
Yeah, those are the and those are the fans that like. Here's a difference. You, like you're at a Lumineers concert. There's no girl with fake boobs on somebody's shoulder flashing you. That's yeah. Florida. Like, they're not flashing the Lumineers. Like there was also the energy of like '80s hair metal that was like the sex, drugs, rock and roll thing. Yeah. Like so, it was everything was like escalated. I mean, it looks it looks so fun on camera. Friends, <laughs> yeah. fun, friends. fun in movies. Uh, friends of the show get in the garage and and network friends fr- uh, get in the garage. We're recently talking about how much they're they're happy about um, Judas Priest getting inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And it makes me laugh so hard that there's this like massive machismo within the hair metal movement. And that all comes down to Rob Halford of Judas Priest being a leather daddy in the gay scene <laughs> and closeted and just like wore the leather daddy clothes and everyone went, that's so fucking metal and masculine. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I love how your chaps have no ass part. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, I'm, I'm going to take a, a, a slightly different turn here, but not really. Uh, I'm going to do, I think, a song that would have worked if it isn't on the playlist. If it doesn't on the soundtrack for Wayne's World, I think it would have made it if it was just a little bit later or if they were just doing a little weirder portion of it. Um, I don't think we've put this song on a playlist before, but it reminds me of my childhood. And it also reminds me of uh, what it sound, sounds like in my head when I'm high. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to Cherry was a race car driver by Primus. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I've ever known what to make a Primus. <laughs> no one does. <laughs> Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> On the I learned about Primus through my dad when he had weekends. Um, and <laughs> that sounds <laughs> which is, right. Which is I have him on my phone as George's actual dad. No way. <laughs> Probably talks more than I do. Oh, uh, <laughs> no! Like my dad, we would every other weekend we'd go to his house, and a lot of times my dad would have to like you know it's his weekend, so he would do yard work and stuff but every once in a while he try to like just give us a piece of his upbringing that he appreciated or like part of his life that he was like i i recently had this conversation with casey about what records we would show our kids to make them the cool kid uh and i said i don't like, own those uh, <laughs> no i said like london Rainbow. calling <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> i said like london calling i said um uh the best of patsy klein uh oh, so you're trying to make like a default cool kid <laughs> yeah i'm a default cool kid and she was like i would do um uh what did she say jagged little pill she said plans by uh death Cab for cutie uh and my dad did something similar to me and my sister when he had us for weekends where he would like 
like we'd all hang out in the basement. He had this semi-finished basement with this big tube TV situation in the basement. And, uh, and he would just put on DVDs and VHSs of compilations of Primus music videos and Pantera music videos. Right. <laughs> and he was like, watch these. These will be good. These are good for you. <laughs> like, this is your babysitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Phil Anselmo is my babysitter. <laughs> um, and like ever since I loved Primus. And it's so funny. Like it's like as I'm getting towards the age when my dad discovered Primus, I'm listening to more and more Primus. It's, it's the perfect 30 year old band. I mean, and maybe I'm wrong, but to me and like what I've heard. Mm-hmm they're unique like that oh. sound is is primus and i don't oh. really know if someone tried to copy it they would just be kind of run out of town for just doing primus yeah like, yeah. yeah absolutely well that is our playlist that is our show we do like to play out a song uh towards the end of it so dan if you wouldn't mind uh sean thank you so much for on the show this song is dedicated to you uh, thank you so much, Rhett. We'll see you next week, everybody. Have a great time. Hey, George, it's Sean now. Uh, I got a girl pregnant. Call me back. <laughs> is a Wasted Robot production. Editing done by Dan Getz. Music by George Bruderman. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FeelFeelingsPod and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm backslash feelfeelings. If you're ever feeling any heavy emotions and feel like there's nowhere to turn to, please don't hesitate to reach out to us or to any of the resources in the show notes. Thanks for listening. This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information, and links to other shows please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com slash podcasts. We're such a professional show!